This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. It's been my personal experience with learning jazz that when I do it in community with other musicians who are trying to accomplish the same things that I'm trying to accomplish, I learn much faster and much more efficiently. This is because I'm looking at other musicians taking action. I'm watching them do something that I want to do. I get motivated and I get to ask questions and learn from them. And when we pool all of our knowledge resources together, it can become a powerful force in our jazz education. I've seen this as well in my students, in all of my courses, and how much of a powerful effect this can truly have to get together as a community, even an online community, and learn together and grow as jazz musicians faster and more efficiently together. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Today we have a special guest, Christopher Sutton from Musical U, to talk to us about the power of learning in community. Let's kick it. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. All right, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to another episode. Uh, I do not take it for granted that you are here. It is my mission, my goal. Every single time I get behind this mic to lay down some value for you, to help you learn something new, to help you become a better jazz musician, whether it's in a big way or a small way. So thanks for being here. I'm going to deliver on that promise today. I have a special guest, Christopher Sutton, on the show. Now, Christopher, he's been on before uh, multiple times and always, always has laid down the value. And I've always walked away from conversations with him feeling like I learned something, that I got a new perspective. And Christopher Sutton is the uh, guy behind the music education website, Musical U. You can find that at musical-u, the letter U, dot com. You can also check out his podcast, The Musicality Podcast. Check that out. I've been a guest on that show before, and uh, it's a really great podcast for learning all things music. So today, Christopher is going to talk to us about the power of learning in community. Now, Christopher, he has a membership site called Musical U. And in that community, he, re- he really fosters community in that membership. And he's found that his members have learned music so much faster, so much more efficiently, so much better being a part of that community. And not only that, just engaging in that community. So I'm going to be picking his brain all about that today. Now, I'm particularly excited to talk to Christopher about this today because in less than 30 days on Sunday, May 31st, we are launching our Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle membership. Now, the Inner Circle membership includes access to the Jazz Standards Club, which is a monthly study of a jazz standard. It includes all access to all premium courses we've ever come out with. It includes access to 101 courses, basic 101 courses we're coming out with, uh, a live coaching calls, and a premium community. 
community forums, and also practice groups, which I'm really excited to talk more about. So I'm kind of really excited to dig in a little bit further with this with Christopher. But if you'd like to join the waitlist for the Inner Circle, go to ljsinnercircle.com. And I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of this episode. All right. Without further ado, let's get on Christopher Sutton. All right, welcoming on the show is Christopher Sutton, the founder and director of Musical U. Welcome back, Christopher. Thanks for being on again. My pleasure, Brent. Always fun to be on the show. Yep. You, you this, this is the third time you've been on the show, and every single time you just... I mean, I always feel so uh, rejuvenated, like I've learned so much, like I've gotten some new fresh approach. So kind of excited to, to have you back on because I know it's just going to be a value-packed conversation. The whole audience is going to learn a lot. But first of all, let's get a few things out of the way. Uh, you're in Valencia, Spain. How are things going over there? Um, what, how's the quarantine? How's the lockdown going? Yeah, it's it's been a bit crazy. So here in Spain, they've been among the strictest countries about it, meaning mm. we've literally only been allowed out of the house for groceries like once or twice a week. And so I'm married with two little girls, age two and four, in a small flat on the ninth floor with a small balcony. So yeah. you can imagine what that's been like for six weeks. And actually, we just decided a few days ago to move back to London where things are a notch less intense and mm. my wife can work as a doctor. So long story short, the house is in complete chaos because we fly about a week from now and we're basically shutting down Valencia and moving back to London. So everything is a bit nutty. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. I had no idea that you were going to move back to London. Um, <laughs> Me so that's, neither. So that's, that's an exciting time. So is it you're moving back to London because of the, the crisis? Or is that kind of the um, main... Yes and no. We were expecting to move on from Valencia sometime this year. Right. And with the need for doctors in the UK, my wife is qualified as a doctor. And the fact that in the UK, you're allowed out for exercise for an hour a day, which is a bit more reasonable with the small kids. We just decided that might be a better place to ride out the lockdown. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Right before the whole chaos ensued, uh, my wife and I went to London for four days and we mm. like I'd never been to London before. I absolutely loved it. Like it was just like you know, like all those things about me being a guy that likes cities, living here in New York. But then there was you know, like it was clean. I was like, wow. Um, <laughs> so I, I enjoyed it. You must have found the good spots of London. Well, <laughs> okay, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Um, but anyways, so well, congratulations on the move. That's really cool. Um, so I'd love. So we're going to talk in a second about community and how important that is for musical learning. Um, that is certainly true for me in my audience here at Learn Jazz Standards in my courses, all those things. I know that that's true for for you as well. How powerful this can be. So we're going to talk about that in one second. But for those who aren't familiar with what you do and what musical you is, could you give like a little bit of a background about that? Sure, of course. Yeah. So Musical U is an online website and community dedicated to helping people develop the inner skills of musicality, which means things like playing by ear or improvising, writing your own music, jamming with others, performing with confidence. A lot of the stuff that typically is left out of instrument lessons, if you go the traditional route, and leaves a lot of people feeling like they don't have talent or they're not creative in music, when in fact all of those things are learnable skills. 
And what we take great delight in at Musical U is giving people concrete, practical methods they can use to put some of those skills in place so that they feel like they are a real musician, as it were. You know, for me, that was always the phrase in my head, like I wasn't a real musician because <laughs> all I could do was play the dots on the page that someone else had written. And I always felt a bit like a robot. But once you put those skills in place, you realize actually you do have creativity, you do have expression, you do have the ability to be yourself in music. And that's really exciting. Right. And you do that so well. I mean, I'm I'm a, a member of Musical U, and I'm aware of all the material you have in there. I'm aware of the community you have in there. And you, I mean, that's, that's, you guys just uh, like are, I mean, of course you do it. You guys are pros, obviously, right? I mean, you, you have such great information, but there's also this spirit of, um, really wanting to help people grow and achieve more. And, and like you said, you know, help people overcome those fears of like, am I a real musician? You know, can I be creative? Can I improvise? Kind of overcoming some of those limiting beliefs that people may have. And I know that in in my community, there's lots of limiting beliefs about, you know, playing jazz and becoming a great jazz musician. Um, What are some of those limiting beliefs that you hear come up inside of your community? That's a great question. And maybe just to set the scene a little bit, I should explain Although our company has been around for about 10 years, it's only five years ago that we shifted to having an online membership site where all of our training lives. Mm. And up until that point, we had products and they were popular and people liked them. But the only kind of support we were able to provide was kind of by email one to one. And although that was useful for people, I think we didn't get to see any of that more emotional stuff. You know, the email would be like, why can't I tell major thirds from minor thirds? And I'd shoot off a reply, giving them some tips and tricks and helping them pass that barrier. But what I didn't realize for those first five years or more was actually a lot of the time the struggles and the frustrations and the limitations weren't from that nitty gritty practical training stuff. It was, as you say, the limiting beliefs or the mindset stuff or the emotional stuff that was holding them back. And it was only when we made that shift to a membership and having people kind of in there with us day by day and being able to see them as they trained rather than just having a sporadic email when they got stuck, that we realized how much more there was we could do to support people and help them reach those musical goals. Yeah, absolutely. And this is kind of coming from like the music educator's point of view. And I would have to agree with that for myself too. Um, like, as you know, we're like, we're moving into our inner circle membership here at the, at the end of the month here. But, um, you know, in, in the online courses that we have, seeing the students interact and actually talk to each other and actually show the assignments that they're doing, that not only, that, that not only is very clearly incredibly benefit, uh, it has an incredible benefit for them. It's, it's really hugely beneficial for me because then I get to see like, what are, is everybody really struggling with? And what are some of the gaps that I, that are in my training that I need to cover? Um, is that, that kind of what you found as well? Definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you got in touch and suggested we could have a conversation about community, as you know, I was immediately quite excited about the idea and it's because this wasn't something that I ever realized would be so valuable. And I think it's one of those kind of insider secrets maybe to being a successful music learner is realizing 
you know, there's value in woodshedding and being like locked away practicing your craft for sure. But actually, you don't realize until you get a taste of that community learning environment what you're missing out on. And I know that, you know, for me, I don't think I really experienced that until I experienced it as a music educator on this side of things. And I saw the impact on the students. I don't think I ever had that kind of community myself in my own music learning for the decade or two before that. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like the impact is massive. Um, you know, for me, I did, you know, when I was like really honing my chops as a musician, I did have that community just because I went to college and, um, you know, even before like my last year of high school, I was a part of um, uh, this this art school where everybody was just complete music nerdery practicing together all the time. But that was kind of my first clue into the power of community, like having even just one other person to be like, hey, check out what I'm doing. What are you doing? Just even that basic exchange right there just changes something in your brain. Not only do you want to show that person what you're working on and improving on, then you can start sharing ideas with each other and grow together that way. And for me, that was had a huge impact because and I think about I had a friend, his name was Steve. Uh, we went to college together, then we moved to New York together, finished college, and we were just we were roommates and we were both guitar players and we would practice together all the time. And Steve was really good. And so I would always look at Steve and be like, Man, you know, I gotta keep up with this guy. It was a friendly competition. It wasn't like competition in like a bad way, but it was this this feeling of like, hey, look at the, what this guy is doing. I want to be able to do that thing that he just did. And that made me want to practice more. That kind of gave me this motivation. Um, so, I mean, the, the power of having some sort of community is so powerful. In, in, in my life, it has been. I've seen it in my students' lives. Um do you find that in your community at Musical U that a lot of your members are in need of that community? Like, are they like, do they have people to play with? Do they have, do they have people to ask questions to readily available? I'd say on average, not. And this is maybe another bit of context I should provide. Like, unlike you, I, I didn't do the music school thing. I, I didn't study at conservatory level. I wasn't a professional musician before going into the business I have now. And so I, I'm very much our typical customer in a lot of ways. Like I'm the hobbyist musician who's super passionate and learns a bunch of stuff, but is not like, you know, the virtuoso from childhood or anything like that. And I think like a lot of our members, I didn't have that community. I didn't know what I was missing out on. And we definitely see that the majority of our members at Musical U, they come in, they might, they, they often have an instrument teacher, like that's their one point of contact. And they might be doing some kind of community band or orchestra or even choir. And so they have a bit of connection with other musicians, whether amateur or professional. But for the most part, they are that kind of bedroom hobbyist that is whether they realize it or not, is quite isolated in their musical life. And that's why I get passionate talking about this stuff, because what we see again and again is that people will come into Musical U and they're often skeptical or even against the kind of community stuff we talk about. Like if you go to our website, we're quite direct. Our website is about training and community and access to expert help. And since the beginning, we've kind of made those our three core reasons you might become a member. And from the very outset, we had people coming in and immediately the first thing they'd say in the site would say something about, I don't think I'm up for all of this community stuff, or I'm not really a social media person, or I don't really want to be sharing what I'm doing. 
But what we see again and again is if we can persuade them to do it a little bit and they get a taste of it and they're seeing other people do it and they're experiencing that community, we really regularly see total converts, like people who six months later are like, oh my gosh, I never realized how big a difference it can make. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've had some similar things, like as we're getting closer to the launch of our membership here, I've had a few people reach out and say, hey, all this sounds really good, but uh, I, you know, I don't, do I have to, you know, take part in the community. I'm like, you don't have to, but hope you listen to this podcast today because, you know, I, <laughs> but this is it. And you know, I am, I am that person, Brent, as, as you know, I'm an introvert. I'm not yeah. the socialite. I'm not the party animal. I like to just be by myself learning something and studying. And so I totally get where these people are coming from. And I think if you are of that nature, it seems like you just need the training material. Like, stop messing about with this community. Stop trying to get me to post in discussions. I just want to learn the skills. But what you don't realize is you learn dramatically faster when you take advantage of that all of that community stuff. Like, it's not about sitting around chit-chatting for the sake of socializing. What we've come to realize we need to say in the marketing a little bit, and when we talk about community, make sure to mention, is that we don't have community as just kind of a, a fun bolt-on or because social media is all the rage. We have it because we've so, we saw very dramatically in the first couple of years of running Musical U, the members who did get a bit involved and did take advantage of that were, not coincidentally, the ones who got the maximum results and they made the fastest progress in their training. And there are some specific things we were doing and they were doing to make that happen. But the bottom line was we realized we have a responsibility to kind of try and persuade people to give it a try because it's not obvious from the outside how valuable it will be to you. Absolutely. I agree. And I, that, that's kind of my first feeling too, whenever I, especially online communities, like my first reaction to them is, uh, I don't think this is going to be helpful. Um, hmm. And I guess I've proved myself so super wrong just through my own stuff that I've come out with about how powerful it really can be. Um, and just to clarify, you, you had mentioned earlier, um, you know, people may, maybe in social media on musical, you, you have community forums and maybe we could talk about that. What kind of, how do you nurture community on musical you? So we really baked it into the product from the very beginning. And that is probably a bit surprising given what I just said about being an introvert. And I'm like scientist engineer by background for all of my love of music. I'm not the creative artsy guy. I'm, I'm an engineer. And so it would have been really easy for us to kind of take what we had been doing with individual products and just shove it in a membership and leave it at that. But I had studied up enough on e-learning. I don't think anyone even uses that phrase anymore. But, you know, five years ago, people were still talking in terms of e-learning and figuring out how online learning could be effective. And there was enough evidence to make me realize it would be valuable to people if we baked some of this stuff in, even though I personally didn't really get it at that point. And so from the outset, we I guess the easiest way to put it is we gave people a presence in the site. You know, if you use a site like Udemy or something on Teachable or Kajabi, you log in, you get access to the stuff, the material, the content, mm -hmm. and often that's just a series of videos. And you might maybe see some comments and discussions where other people are posting. And that's about the limit of it. So really, in my experience, it feels like you are learning by yourself. And you know there might be some other people learning alongside you, but you don't really see them. You don't really have a feeling of being in a community of any kind. And what we did was create something that a lot more is like 
I, I really hesitate to say Facebook because I know people have really mixed opinions about Facebook and I certainly do, but it's more like that in the sense that you feel like you are in a place where other people are. And so when you come to Musical U, we start off with a lot of the goal setting and planning stuff that you and I, Brent, have talked about on a previous episode. But we also bake into that sharing a little bit about yourself, introducing yourself to the community, getting oriented with where the discussions are happening and how you can get help if you need it. And in every training module, there are discussions where you can ask a question, share your observations, see what other people are saying. Wherever you go, not quite wherever you go, we give a, a bit of kind of focus attention during training modules. But generally in the site, you'll see in the sidebar what other people have done lately. Like this guy just completed that module or they just earned this award or they posted in this discussion. And so it, it very, not subtly, but we don't make it in your face, in your face. It just means that as you browse around the site, you very definitely have the feeling that you are there with other people who right now are doing the same kind of stuff that you're doing. Right. And that, that I think sets the tone for letting people dip their toe into that interaction and start connecting with other people and start getting the advantages that that community can provide. Yeah, absolutely. And in another something to also say about like social media, the difference between, you know, what you provide at musical you versus like Facebook or, um, or even a Facebook group. I don't know about you, like we have a Facebook group for learn jazz standards and it's great. It's awesome. A lot of the great things are happening in the Facebook group, but the problem with Facebook, right. Is that you're getting inundated with messages that have nothing to do with what you're talking about or learning perhaps in a Facebook group. Um, and you're not even always seeing the messages that you want to see. Whereas on a community forum or your, the discussions that you have on Musical U, you're with a group of other people who are there to work on music together. They're there to talk about music together. They're there to help you with music. And they're there to be helped by you to learn more about music. So you got people all who are trying to do the exact same things all together. And I think that's kind of the big difference when, when people have a little bit of aversion to community on memberships or different things like that. You know, they're thinking about kind of just some bad feelings that they've gotten from public social media sites like, like Facebook or Instagram. Um, and I think that's a big difference between what you do and what Facebook does. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, hammer this point home too much but just to be clear like i am the guy that has installed newsfeed eradicator so that when i go to facebook <laughs> all i can get access to is my groups like i want to get there for the information and the useful stuff i don't really want to see the chit chat even from my friends and family who i love dearly and my wife makes fun of me because i am not antisocial but unsocial to that degree so i hope people listening understand that if i'm saying community is valuable for actually learning you can take my word for it because I am not the person who does it just for the sake of it. And I think, you know, maybe we can talk about some of the specific ways that it does help because yes. it is concrete. It is practical. It's not just this fuzzy, you are near other people thing. It, it, there are some quite tangible benefits we could talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Let's start going into the psychological, emotional um, aspect of community learning and start discussing just some of those things that are actually happening um, to you when you're engaged in this activity. Take it away. For sure, yeah. And I think maybe it would be useful to just take like one example of something we do at Musical U. So one prominent bit of the community features, as it were, 
is that right from the outset, we encourage our members to start what we call a progress journal. Mm. And this is a bit different from a practice journal. You know, if you've been learning music for a while, your teacher's probably recommended you keep a log of what you do. I spent 20 minutes, I did 10 minutes on this piece, I did three minutes of scales and kind of logging your practice. What we call a progress journal is kind of a step more meta or a step more abstract in the sense that it's more chatty and it's more reflective. Mm. So it's not, I did this today, I did this tomorrow. It's, I was working on this today and this bit was tricky, but I made real progress with that. And I finally hit that milestone or I finally cracked that quiz in this module. And the way it works, it's simply a discussion, but we start out by sharing your big picture vision and what you're going to be working on. And then you're free to update it whenever you like. And as you can imagine, some people take to this like a duck to water and it's what they want to do. Other people, they post the initial thing because we encourage them to, and then they never update it again. But the majority of people just kind of check in sporadically and it's kind of their home on the site to share a bit about what's going on. And you know, so far so good. That sounds like it might be useful, I guess. But we find it helps in a few different really clear ways. One is we're not necessarily very good as adult learners at being self-aware and reflective. And Brent, I'm sure you've experienced this. I know I have. I'm sure many in the audience have where you get a burst of enthusiasm, you lay out your plan, you work on it for a week or two. And then after a couple of weeks, you're not you're not quite where you thought you would be. And you start to get a bit discouraged and you don't really have a sense of progress. And, oh, there's a shiny object over there. Let's go work on that instead. And, you know, all of us are prone to that for sure. But what we find is when someone has even that very simple place to share what's going on, it lets them be much more self-aware and appreciative of what they are accomplishing. So for one thing, they'll be able to look back a few entries back and be like, oh, okay, I, I was really struggling with that just a week ago, but I can do that now. That's quite cool. And they can also, you know, check in and be like, oh, I'm kind of losing my momentum. What could I do? Oh, maybe I'll work on this thing. And it just makes them be a bit more thoughtful about following through on what they intended to and adjusting the plan where necessary. So that's one way it really helps is just helping people get that kind of little bit of distance from what they're working on so that they can make the right decisions and keep up their momentum. A second way it really helps is that these progress journals are visible to whoever wants to see them. Mm. So, you know, that's the reason why some people are just like, nope, I'm totally privacy minded. I'm going to write it in my diary by hand and no one else will see it. Totally respect that. That's fine. And you still get some of the benefits for sure. But the beauty of the progress journal thing is our team are in the site every day. So at this point, musical you, the team, it's me plus five other people. And we're all in the member's site every day, seeing those updates and following particular progress journals of people we've connected with or just looking generally at what the latest updates are. And it means we can actually be proactive. Like this is a huge difference from what we were able to do in the past where, you know, 10,000 people download our interval training app and then 50 of them will ever reach out and we probably only get one email from them and that's our one opportunity to help them. And it only typically happens when they really get stuck and they are really willing to reach out and do something about it. Totally different with the progress journal thing because we can just see like, oh, he's been working on intervals for a while. He said he was having trouble with that. Let me just see how he's doing. Mm. Or I can see that update has a lot of frustration and a bit of boredom in it. Maybe I can suggest this other module that will still help them move forwards, but will relieve some of that pent up anxiety about it. And it just means like being proactive in that way means we can 
kind of head things off at the pass. Like before it gets to that point of ultimate frustration and wanting to give up, we're able to step in and be like, oh, just try changing these couple of things and you might find you're getting moving again. And more often than not, like not to not to say we're great, but more often than not, that really works. Like just stepping in a bit early and helping people adjust course before it gets to that extreme is really powerful. Yeah, that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you know, I know that both you and me are massively we put a lot of massive importance on goal setting and goal tracking. Um, so that, I mean, that first of all makes sense what you're doing. I like the fact that, that this can be publicly viewed by other members um, because, and, and sorry to be clear, when I say publicly in that context, just by other members, like we're not talking about the world wide web. Where right. Right. Can see right. Just people in your, just community. people in the musical you community. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's a powerful thing, too. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, Christopher, but like, you know, if you have like a great idea of something that you're passionate about and you want to take action on it, one of the best things you can do is tell somebody else that you're going to do that. Um, because as soon as you start telling other people about your plans, what you're going to do, it gets that much closer to becoming reality. It all of a sudden starts triggering something in your brain that, oh, I just started telling people about this. I feel like I need to execute this because how many times do we like come up with ideas or plans or say we're going to do something and then we don't end up doing it right it's a great idea everybody has great ideas but great ideas mean nothing without action right so when we start telling other people it changes something in our brain for us and it also gives people the opportunity to check in on us and say hey how are you doing with such and such so if we do that with our musical goals I mean, that could be so powerful. So I love that that's what you're doing uh, in, in in your community. That's incredible. And I, I think something important to highlight there, which kind of comes back to what you were saying about Facebook and how this is different, is, you know, you and I aren't sitting here today saying any kind of community is going to have a transformational impact on your results. No. <laughs> it's not the case that this is a panacea. Just do a little bit of social media and it'll be fine. It really matters a lot what kind of community we're talking about. And so with this, for example, you know, you talked about music school and there being that bit of competition and a bit of pressure. And I'm sure at the time that was exactly the environment you needed to reach your best. Right. If the people listening or anything like our members at Musical U, you don't necessarily want that. Like some of you might, but a lot of you are probably just like, oh, I don't really want pressure. Like I, I want to do my thing. I want to do it well. And you're, yeah, maybe having someone check in on me is good, but I don't really want someone bugging me. I don't want right. them making me feel bad if I'm not following through. I don't want them giving me a hard time if I'm changing my plan. So just to be very clear, like the community environment you choose to be a part of should match the kind of support and guidance you're looking for. And Absolutely. for us at Musical U, like we are very, not laissez-faire, but we're very respectful of people's individual preferences. So, you know, it's not the case that if someone's like, oh, I think I should change my goal, we're going to be like, no, stay on the goal you were doing. <laughs> it's more like we would be <laughs> asking them, oh, right, is that because something's changed or were you having trouble with the last one or what, what are you thinking about there? And we would be trying to help them make sure it's the right move but not in any way making them feel guilty or shameful or like embarrassed about whatever they're going to do next. Yeah. So I think it's important to note like the right community will be a perfect match for the kind of way you want to learn music and it's going to accelerate you forwards, not shoehorn you into someone else's way of doing things. Yeah, I, I that, that's a very important point to make because I, I agree a lot of people in the Learn Jazz Standards audience like this is this is a hobby this is something that it brings a lot of joy and you know while we do need a little bit of pressure to excel as soon as it becomes something that just brings negative feelings or energy it's no longer 
that fun hobby that that, that you were doing. Um, and I know that uh, at Learn Jazz Standards, um, you know, there's this weird. Th- I don't know if if you're aware of this, Christopher. There's this kind of weird environment in the in the jazz world. There's like kind of a tradition that goes far back um, in the history of jazz of just being uh, it, pretentious. Isn't quite the word, but it, it is. But it's also this um, this way of training other musicians that's very like you know, you screwed up. That was horrible. I'm going to put you down. So now you can improve. Like there's this, I, I don't know why it started and how it existed. It, I think it's just because people taking it way too seriously. Right. Um, so at Learn Jazz Standards, it's just the opposite of that. And I, I've actually been criticized by not someone in our community, but I've been criticized by someone um, lightly, very, very subtly saying that, you know, just encouraging people all the time and, you know, saying this and, and that and, you know, not telling them the quote unquote truth. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but, you know, that's not going to help them. And the First of all, I think that's, you know, without saying any profanities, I think it's completely a load of crap, right? Um, But you want to be a part of a community that's supportive. You want to be a part of a community that respects your goals and what you're trying to accomplish, not a rigid community, one that is completely rule-based and based on pressure and fear. And that's obviously what you have going on is a very safe, friendly, warm environment at Musical U. Absolutely. Yeah. And those are words members use. Like they talk about it being a safe place to share what's going on without needing to be kind of apprehensive about being judged. And I I totally get where you're coming from. I won't name names, but there's at least one big jazz site we've tried to collaborate with in the past. And as you know, Brent, like we have good relationships (laughs) with pretty much everyone in music ed, but there's one site that won't be named that I, that take more of that elitist view. Right. And I'm sure don't talk to us because we're not real jazzers. And that's fine. But just to say, like, you know, your audience and mine, I think, are very similar in that regard. We're in it for the love. We're in it for the joy. And yes, we want to achieve, but we're not looking to torture ourselves for years on end. And that maybe touches on the other thing I should mention about that progress journals thing, which is, you know, we talked about how it helps the individual and how it can help our team be a bit proactive and help them keep moving forwards. But you know, it's one thing for the team to be supportive and give a good environment, but it's quite another when you realize everyone else around you is just like you. And as we talked about before, like our typical member is the hobbyist, quite isolated, really, even if they have a a local band or a group. And we've seen it really makes a big emotional difference when they feel like it's not just me struggling with this. You know, uh, you know, for all I could talk about our training material being amazing and our students getting results, which they do, the reality is there are going to be struggles, there are going to be challenges, there are going to be times where you aren't feeling so great about yourself in your musical life. And we've just seen it's huge for people just to see, like even if it's a member who doesn't post in their own progress journal, sometimes we'll get an email behind the scenes from them to say, listen, I'm not very active on the site, but I wanted to let you know I read the member update every week and I check on other people's progress journals. And it really, it's amazing to feel feel part of that community where people are like me, you know, they're not super professional, they're not virtuoso, they're not effortlessly succeeding at everything they try and do. I I really appreciate that I feel like I'm one of the gang and going through some of the same stuff as other people. And so I think that's a really big part of what gives it substance. And, you know, there there are more tangible things for sure. Like I could talk about how members sharing their own tips on their progress journal. Oh, this helped me get past that module. 
we often see very clearly, oh, and then that chap read the progress journal and he tried it out and now he's having success with it. And there are those kind of tangible peer-to-peer learning things we see going on. But there's also that kind of more subconscious, more emotional, more psychological benefit of just, you know, knowing you're not alone and knowing it's going to be okay because you can see 10 other people who three weeks ago went through what you're going through now and you can see from their progress journal it worked out okay for them. And I think that can be really huge. That's really huge just because I mean, one, one reason I'm thinking it's huge is, and we know this, is like music is not an overnight success story. N- like never has it ever been. Um, it, is, it is a long slog to try to become a better musician. Um, it, you have to be somewhat dedicated to it. You have to be somewhat consistent about it. And that's where you get the burnout, right? That's where you get tired. That's where you, you know, sometimes want to throw in the towel because you start becoming not aware of the progress you're making to have other people around you who are going through that or who have broken through barriers that you're feeling right now. I mean, that's just absolutely huge. And, you know, while our inner circle membership, you know, our, we're going to be our, our community is going to be pretty amped up. Like, as you know, we do in our courses already have some communities going on. And I see that play out exactly what you're describing, Christopher, play out all the time of people saying, man, I'm really struggling right now with this particular thing and this particular lesson. Then someone else comes in and says, you know what? I struggle with that too. Here's something that I did that really helped me. And that person replies back, awesome, giving it a try. Right, right there in that very moment, something magical just happened. First of all, you didn't feel alone. Like you, you're not just sitting in your practice room by yourself with your instrument. You know, all of a sudden, nope. There's someone else doing it with you, and there's someone else who just was has gone through this and now was able to help you. And now you, 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 you without knowing it, you've just broken through a barrier in your in your learning. You know, even just subtly, just by learning that small bit of information and feeling a part of something, a feeling, feeling like someone understands how you're feeling. Absolutely. And in my experience, it's actually like 10 times more powerful than that in the online environment, because what you just described is akin to going to music school. You're in a class with other Mm. people. You're struggling with the same thing. And your buddy Jeff says, have you tried this? Fantastic. You know, Jeff helps Bob. Some good is done. And not to belittle that, but that's, you know, that's limited in its impact. Whereas in the online environment, Jeff helps Bob. And then for three years after that, everyone who sees that discussion is like, oh, Jeff did that. And then, oh, it worked for Bob too. I'm going to try it. And the the impact, you know, it is 10 times as much, if not a hundred or a thousand times as much. We have discussions in Musical U on every training module. And we see again and again, like the people, they take the module and then they flick through the discussion and something or other will stand out to them. And we'll see replies to a comment that happened two years ago because now it helped someone else. And, you know, that goes double for our courses when we run them live and we do have a group of people going through and the discussions are really lively and focused and we see that back and forth. And then those discussions are there for everyone else to benefit from forevermore. And yeah, to me, that that's kind of mind blowing in how much it amplifies the value of that peer to peer learning. And just to say also, a side benefit is if you are that more privacy minded or reclusive or quiet type, that lets you get the advantage of that help without needing to ask for it and without needing to put yourself out there. You can just absorb those discussions, pick up all the tips and wisdom and get the benefit without needing to do that one-to-one asking for help and getting it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there any other important, 
you know, psychological, you know, things that happen when we're a part of a musical community? I'm sure there are. I think I'm overly fixated on the music education benefit because, as I said, like I'm a scientist engineer. I want to know, are people learning better than otherwise? And I'm sure if you brought a social psychologist on here, they'd give you the 12 ways the brain is improved and the emotions are helped by being part of a community. And certainly all of that stuff applies. I think for me, it's more the concrete impact on seeing that the people who succeed fastest are the people who get involved a little bit. You know, we were doing some interviews recently with members and asking them, you know, how's musical you helped you? And, you know, obviously these were people where we saw they were having some success and we wanted to know what was going on and why they, what they attributed that success to. And what we expected to hear was, I really like the quizzes or the interactive singing tutor is really good, or I like the way you structure this module. And there was a bit of that, but actually watching them back again and again, what people were pointing to was the community and they were often saying, like, I didn't think that would be a big deal, but it really is. And they were talking in terms of that supportive environment and in terms of getting help when you need it and in terms of feeling a part of something and that helping you keep up momentum. And I think, like we started out by saying, we get overly fixated on learning the thing right in front of us and forget that, you know, you can have the best training material in the world, but unless you follow through on it, it's a waste, you know, yeah. otherwise everyone who bought an instructional book that was of good quality would be a virtuoso by now. We right. know that it's the follow through that matters. And whether we realize it or not, that social environment, we are social creatures by genetics, biology, evolution, and it makes a huge difference to our motivation, to our passion, to our follow through, to our dedication, as well as all the kind of tangible tips and tricks and advice we can pick up as we've been talking about. Yeah, Absolutely. So a big call to action today for all the listeners, are you part of some sort of musical community? You know, whether you're a part of an official one like Musical You, or maybe you're planning on joining the inner circle, um, or, you know, are you a part of a Facebook group? Are you a part of an in-person group? If you're not, I want to challenge you to start investigating that. Like, how can you get a part of a community that's based around learning jazz or learning music? How can you do that? And how can you get involved in that? And if you are currently involved, how can you get more involved in that community? So to close this up, uh, Christopher, can you tell everybody who may be interested in becoming a member at Musical U how they can go about doing that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you can head to our website at musical-u.com. That's the letter U. And you should find a, a big prominent item in the menu bar for our products, which is our courses and our membership. And that's the best place to learn all about membership and what we provide there. And I think, you know, I know anecdotally that we have a ton of overlap between LJS podcast listeners and Musicality Now podcast listeners. Yep. But if you haven't yet discovered our podcast, that would also be a good way to get a sense of what we do and whether membership might be a good fit for you, whether the kind of community we provide is a good fit. But if I may, Brent, rather than, you know, focusing on sending people over there, what I would most like to do is just encourage you, if you haven't already, to consider the possibility that community might be what you've been missing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've been struggling, if you've been having motivation wonder, if you've been feeling a bit down on yourself from time to time about whether you can really do what you're trying to in music, even if you're not a socialite, even if you're an introvert like me, and even if all you really care about is getting the results, just consider that maybe community is what you've been missing out on. And if you dip your toe in the water, 
take a step or two more than your comfort zone would normally have you do. Like put yourself out there, introduce yourself, share a little bit of what you're working on. And if you've picked the right community, you're going to find that what you get in return is so valuable and so impactful for the real practical things you're trying to do in music. Absolutely. Sage advice there, my friend. I appreciate you being on the show today, just giving a lot of value like you always do. Um, Certainly, you know that you're going to be back on the show in the future again. So thanks for being uh, here, Christopher. I appreciate that. Always a pleasure, friend. Thanks very much. All right. That's all for today's show. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I do appreciate it. Another big thanks to Christopher Sutton from Musical U for sharing with us all about the power of learning in community. And speaking of community, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we are coming out with our Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle membership on Sunday, May 31st. Um, this is really important to me because this is the brainchild of you know essentially years of thought and years of observation about what really helps our community learn here and what in what ways can I help you guys learn the best. Um, now this sounds like a hard pitch, but it's coming from a very honest place of literally how I can help the best. And the LJS Inner Circle membership is that it is training. It is the Jazz Standards Club, which is a monthly jazz standard study. It is all of our courses, all of our premium courses, Zero to Improv, uh, 30 Steps Better Jazz Playing, Jazz Music Sorry, all, all of them. It is a new 101 basics courses that we're coming out with. It, it is a, a monthly jazz mastermind, live coaching call, Q&A session. It is premium community and practice groups, which is what we just talked about today, the importance of all of that. And it's really the place where I hope to foster the the best community experience for Learn Jazz Standards uh, and for all of you who are interested. So if you want to learn more and join a wait list to get invited uh, into that membership on Sunday, May 31st, just go to ljsinnercircle.com, ljsinnercircle.com. You can learn more and sign up for the wait list there. All right, so we'll be coming out with another episode next week. Really excited. We are um, really going to be digging in a lot to some really valuable material. So I do want you to subscribe to the show. I do want you to stay in touch, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.